Welcome to AI Driven, a podcast about using AI for business. AI Driven is produced and hosted by Cognistics, an AI company based in Pittsburgh with offices in the US, Latin America, and Asia. Welcome to AI Driven. I'm Patty Maldonado. Today we're discussing how to integrate AI into your business. It's a big decision and there are many factors to take into consideration. Joining us are Cognistics data scientist Justin Waltrip, product manager Jag Pandey, and business development executive Cody Clements. Welcome, guys. Hey, Patty. Thanks. We're happy to be here. So we're going to just jump right in. Uh, with AI being so popular right now because of chat GPT and bots like it, many companies are wondering how to use AI and, you know, what programs, what products. There's so much out there. So I guess let's start off with you, Cody. What are the steps companies should take when considering integrating AI into their business? Sure. I think that's an excellent question. Um, I think all companies should really take a few steps before they're thinking about integrating AI. And one of the most important, uh, sounds like the simplest, but I think it can be the most difficult. Everyone should think about what are you hoping to solve with artificial intelligence? And so it's really good to think about a narrow focus versus trying to solve your entire company problems uh, with AI versus saying, hey, we're spending a lot of time doing this every day. Is there a way to make it easier? Yes, AI is probably that answer. And I think another really important thing all companies should uh, begin to consider is who are the stakeholders that need to be involved for this decision to be made? And so does your supervisor need to be in? Do you need to bring in the chief intelligence officer if your company has one? So think about who can help this decision get implemented if it fits what you all are hoping for. I think those are two of the, the first steps every company should take. Okay, so you said something interesting that I hadn't considered before. Um, how to use AI and what to use it specifically, not to resolve everything, but to resolve something specific. Can you give an example of a specific use for AI for a company? Yes, I'm happy to do that. Um, one of the ways that we assist uh, folks and have had success is in the, the legal firm. So a lot of people, you need to look at case history of documents. And so as you can imagine, there's a lot of documents to search for um, based on law from the beginning of time, right? So a way that people are using AI is to say, hey, I want to look at case history specifically. And I want to say, how many cases involve um, taxation, let's say, which is still pretty broad, um, but you can, you can use AI to search for tax and find uh, where tax is cited in various uh, cases so that as the lawyer, you don't have to go through thousands of different case histories. You can only start with the, the top 15 cases that involve tax law. Um, so again, taking a, a specific focus of saying, look, we know we want to look at case history. We're not going to try to, to solve um, our law firm's accounting problems with AI at this moment. We're specifically looking at sifting through documents for information we want efficiently. So, Jag, I know that you work with a lot of clients, in, especially in, as they're prepping 
Um, tell us a little bit, if you can expand on what uh, Cody's been talking about in terms of using AI for different uh, use cases. Can you give some more examples for us? Yeah, I think Cody summarizes pretty well that, you know, how we use AI uh, in general, how do you integrate AI basically. But few, like suppose, for example, you have multiple use cases, like Cody mentioned about one of it, and maybe you have like five of it, and now you want to try and understand how to decide uh, what to go for first. So we, what we generally advise is like have an impact for all the use cases that you have and then try and understand what is your goal. Like, do we want to apply AI and get the impact uh, in short term or in long term? With that, we kind of map the complexity, like, you know, how long will it take to integrate AI with this solution? So with that, we kind of triage all the use cases and finally conclude that this would be the first one to go for. And that is how you can use AI for these use cases. So how long does it take? How long does this process take or should it take? Or does it really vary depending on the size of the company? Tell us a little bit about that, Jack. Definitely. It, it kind of varies depending on how you want to integrate. Like, would you want the solution to be on-prem or would you like to have the, the platform that we have basically or any other platform, whatever you're using. So in case, like, you know, for example, if you're using Square, uh, we can integrate with your data mostly within three to four months of range and, like, have it ready to use uh, and apply AI with the use case that we have gone forward with. Or And with in between, there will be, like, small milestones where we check on, like, you know, what kind of responses are coming and how it's going on. But, like, the final deliverable we can expect in like three months or so. But you said that like we can also take a little longer if we think of integrating the solution on prem, basically on the client side, on client environment, taking care of all the privacy and no data integration with like, you know, um, the outside environments. In that that case, case. um, there can be something to understand like what are the internal systems like, how complex will it be? to integrate the solution internally. So that will totally depend on what internal systems is the client or like any company using. So, you know, you mentioned like three months and four months. Is that common? I mean, are customers, when they when they first come to you, for example, are they surprised that it takes three months or four months? What are, you know, what, I guess, what impressions do they actually have? And then what, what do they how do they feel when they learn it takes several months to integrate? Or is this something they're expecting? That's a very interesting question, Patty. So most of the customers are very curious in our in the first introduction call that how long does it take? Because everyone wants to know that. So generally, you would get the first glimpse of the solution within like a month or so because you it might not be a uh, you know a platform where you see everything, but you see how how the data is responding to the AI models that we have in house. So, but they're like, you know, generally in any um, business model that we are working on, having, we generally have like a particular quarter that, you know, we want to integrate this in like third quarter of the year or like first quarter of the year. So that's pretty much in line with like, you know, when we say three months, because we know that in four months you have the deliverable inside showing some impact internally. So the clients are pretty happy uh, seeing that it's such a quick turnaround instead of waiting for six months or a year to kind of see the results. And I have something I'd like to add, if I could, Patty. Of course, go ahead. 
Excellent. I, I think a part of it relates to that first point I talked about, about what steps companies should take. So sometimes the reason that it can take a bit to integrate AI is due to where the company is at. So that's actually another step I wanted to add is know what competing projects your company has, because sometimes it actually has nothing to do with the artificial intelligence itself, but it has to do with the company and priorities. Um, Every company has priorities they need to achieve and every company has budgets in place. And so it's important to know if you're hoping to integrate artificial intelligence, what other internal uh, competitions may be going on. That way you can properly align it Um, because we've seen folks, they, they get excited, but they just don't have the capacity to do it. And so I think always thinking about your own company's timelines is important as well. Well, along those lines, and I know that you mentioned it when um, earlier, but who should be part of that decision-making process? Because, you know, um, people might be busy, they might be out, there might be competing projects. Walk us through who should be in the room, who should be part of the discussion, and then also walk us through what if companies are too small and they don't have the people, yeah. And so in terms of involvement, I think with with anything, right, you want to have the people who can stand in your corner. And so for sure, depending on the size of your company, let's say there's 10 people. If there's four people who are excited about AI, get them into the room because um, that can be more advocates in helping explain to the other six people why this could be so beneficial. Um, but the other thing with scheduling um, on the sales side, I see it all the time. People get Uh, a little caught up about trying to have every single person in the room. Um, And you don't need to have every person in the room for each meeting along the way because a lot of the meetings with any company you may be looking at doing AI with where you're getting to know the AI software. Um, At Cognisics, we're getting to know your company. And then there's the steps of talking about budget. And so if that needs to be your supervisor or their supervisor, you can bring them into later steps because my opinion is at the end of the day, it never hurts to have these initial meetings just to learn about AI and the capabilities. And then as you're kind of shopping around to see what works best, you can bring in the other stakeholders. So the supervisor, the chief intelligence officer, um, the tech team you may have, IT support, whoever that is at the given company. But what I would say is there, there's no company that's too small for AI. Every company could be benefited. It's a matter of what's the right product under that company's constraints that may be the best fit. Okay. okay. Well, I know that you know the process that we have at Cognistics always brings up a wide variety of questions from customers. So we're going to go through some of the most common questions we get and um, I'm going to see how you answer them and Hopefully, your answers will will serve people as they um, launch their own, um, I guess, AI initiative at their companies. So the first one is, can you integrate um, our server or does it need to be built on your server? And uh, I think this is a question for you, Justin. It's very, very tech. Yeah, so this is one question that we get from a lot of clients because they're worried about their data traveling outside of their system, and rightfully so, because uh, there are a lot of situations where people could lose access to their data or external actors could have access to private data that they're not supposed to have access to, and that might be 
coming from HIPAA concerns, if you're in the medical industry or a variety of other issues. And so on our side, we're a cloud agnostic provider, which means that we can integrate our systems into whatever kind of cloud computing infrastructure you have, whether that's with Amazon or Microsoft or Google, we can help you and we can deploy our systems directly into your environment. And that way you get all the benefits of AI without actually having to let your data leave your own system. So they don't have to worry about where their data is stored. They can hold on to it. Yeah, yeah. So, so they, they can keep their data exactly where it already is. Or if they want us to kind of manage that side, maybe they don't really have a big technical infrastructure yet or a big IT team, then we can manage the, their data in our systems as well. And that can be stored very securely where we give only the client very direct access to the data and that data never leaves our systems either. Yeah, because I know that uh, one of the common questions is, how do I know my data is protected? What does Cognistics use, for example? And what should, you know, even if you're not dealing with Cognistics and you're dealing with another company, what, what questions should you ask about this? So in terms of how your data is protected, I think it's important to know that we at Cognistics use all of the best security practices um, when we're doing our development and when we're making sure that our system is fully tested to make sure that there's no exposed data or exposed vulnerable endpoints. And so that's really important for a lot of our clients to give them peace of mind that we know what we're doing and we can take care of their really private information and still deliver this tremendous amount of value to them. Okay. And so are there any specific questions people should ask if they're dealing with another company? Should they request, you know, the protocols they have? Can you give some tips maybe? Yeah, I think um, looking for how the company manages their own data and asking whether they have to, whenever you're looking to integrate with an AI provider, I think asking whether you have to give all of your data away to them and asking whether they're submitting uh, their documents to external systems like OpenAI, those kind of questions are really important because you want to know that if you're working with another AI solution, that they're the only ones that are actually managing your data and that they're not offsourcing the actual machine learning capabilities to external providers. Good point. Thank you. Um, another common question is, how can we analyze the cost benefits of AI? Cody, do you think you can tackle this one? I will try my best. Um, and so what I, uh, on the sales side, one of my biggest roles is to help people see the value of using artificial intelligence. Um, and uh, again, one of the ways uh, that I think AI is the most useful is for efficiency. Um, efficiency helps save time and resources, which equals money. And so for that, I think any company needs to think about their use case. And so um, 
again, with that law example I used earlier, if you were going to pay uh, a lawyer their hourly fee, uh, let's call it $200, right? Uh, and then it took them 15 hours to go through all of the tax law. You have your, your cost there, that, that 15 times the 200 versus if you're paying for a software, you can say, this software gave me this answer in 10 minutes. Let's take my software. Let's say it's a monthly fee. Divide that by 30. Um, and I'm terrible at math, so I'm not going to publicly provide any of those numbers. Uh, but it, it can be really quite simple. But you need to know how much time is our company spending on this and how does that time relate to money? And usually that's who's getting paid multiplied by the amount of hours is the cost. And then you can compare that to the cost of the AI software you're looking to implement. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. It does. So another common question is, our team isn't very tech savvy. Will this be a problem integrating AI? Jag, how about you? Because I know you work with a lot of, of the customers and potential customers. Yeah, so f generally what happens is once you have uh, concluded that this is the use case that we want to apply AI to, all we need is that we have a constant connection and like, you know, active connection with someone who knows about the domain and understands uh, what would be the right response and how would they validate the performance of the applied AI basically. One, that that is all we need because once we have understood the process, we have understood that what has been the historical pattern or like you know what are the predictions like. Um, the data science team at Cognistic generally handles all the tech part, but we just need to know uh, we like from the client side, we just need to know the domain and like how it works, what's the process internally that you follow, um, and what are the internal systems that would be related to it. Okay, so it sounds pretty simple. It doesn't have to be very complex, and it's okay if maybe their organization is small, if, even if they don't have, um, you know, uh, tech in in house. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Pretty easy. Yeah. <laughs> so um, finally, how do you address the hesitancy to integrate AI? Because a lot of people fear losing their job. Um, or losing, you know, yeah, losing their jobs. A lot of people fear that, and, and that is a barrier. Cody, do you come across that a lot? Yeah, I, I talk to a lot of folks who I think, um, like, it's easy to think about, oh, this, uh, like I had said in the cost-benefit, great. By using this AI, we reduce the time and the cost, but then folks are like, well, does that mean that I get replaced as well? And and no, uh I mean, every, every business is different at the end of the day. But what I talk to folks about is instead of uh, teams having to spend hours and hours on mundane tasks, they can focus on other responsibilities. Um, and so I'm just going to stick to the lawyers, right? Instead of spending hours sifting through documents, they can be representing clients in court. Um, they can be taking on new clients, starting new conversations. And so that same strategy applied to different teams. Now that you've freed up, let's say, 50% of your time, that means you can do 50% doing something else on behalf of the company. And so you actually uh, can become, in many ways, of greater benefit to your organization because you're getting more work done than you ever have before. And I'd be surprised if your, your management team uh, would be disappointed with more things getting done on behalf of the company. Okay, well, this has been really, really great. Are there any other questions you think um, that that are very common that you hear, or do you think we've covered it? 
I think that's it. And I know you have our contact information at the bottom. We're always open to conversations. But I'll turn that back to you, Patty, because there's a lot of questions and we're always happy to answer them. That's right. That's a that's a good segue. Um, so, you know, I want to encourage our listeners to reach out if you have any questions about the process and about using different forms of AI, because we know there's a lot of information out there. Really understanding it is a huge part of the process. So to reach Justin, who is a data scientist, you can email him at justin at cognistics.com. And that's C-O-G-N-I-S-T-X dot com. There's Cody, C-O-D-Y, at Cognistics.com. He's our business development executive. And our product man, one of our product managers is Jag. And her email is J-A-G-R-I-T-I at Cognistics.com. And, of course, you can visit Cognistics.com and learn more about the work that we do. Uh, You can listen to our previous podcasts. And I guess that's it for today. Thank you, all for joining us and you know helping our listeners understand how to integrate AI and hopefully this clears up some of the confusion and helps them take that next step. So thank you all. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, take care and uh, we'll be back in a couple of weeks with another new show. Bye. Thanks for listening in. Learn more about how AI drives what we do at cognistics.com. 